Blog Talk Radio.
Father God, I thank you for tonight, God. I thank you, God, for the word that you're going to bring forth tonight, God. I thank you, Lord God, for the lives, God, that will be touched by this word, God, that you're going to bring forth. And I ask that you get the glory out of this word, God. You get the glory. Sit me down. And you stand up and use me mightily to your benefit, however you see fit. In the name of Jesus, to God be the glory. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Prolific Fire, everybody. I am your humble host, Prophet Stacy. Thank you for joining me tonight for a special edition of Prolific Fire. No, this is not our regular night together, but I thank you for taking the time to join me on a Saturday night. Thank you. I pray that you be blessed. The foundational text for tonight comes from Mark chapter 8, verses 22 through 25. That's Mark chapter 8, verses 22 through 25 from the AMPC. It reads as following. And and they came to Bethsaida, and people brought to Jesus a blind man and begged him to touch him. And Jesus caught the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hands upon him, he asked him, Do you possibly see anything? And he looked up and said, I see people, but they look like trees walking. Then he put his hands on his eyes again, and the man looked intently. That is, fix his eyes on definite objects, and he was restored and saw everything distinctly, even what was at a distance. Notice in verse 25, instead of saying that his eyes got healed when Jesus touched him a second time, instead of saying that his eyes got healed when Jesus touched him a second time, text actually says that the man was restored. Not just his eyes was healed, but that he got restored. And normally, when something is restored, it means it is brought back to its original state. For example, when a house is restored, for you house owners, when a house is restored, it is brought back to to its original state, brought back to how it looked before it had been lived in, before it had been damaged, before it had been used, etc. Think about it. You know I like to make you think on prolific fire, so think about it. The man knew that what he was looking at was supposed to be people. He knew that. But for some reason, they look like trees. He knew they suppo- they were supposed to look like people. They were supposed to be people. He knew that. But for some reason, to him, they look like trees. Beloved, it's impossible. It's impossible to think one thing and then see something totally different. It's impossible to think one thing and then see something totally different. So something more than just a man's eyes, something more than just his eyesight, had to be wrong. 
I mean, think about it. If he could think one thing and then see something totally different, something more than just his eyesight had to be wrong. Because normally, if that's the way your mind perceives a thing, then that's the way you're going to see it. Normally, if that's what you think in your mind, if that's the way your mind perceives a thing, that's the way you're going to see it. I'll give you the perfect example. For example, if I start describing a white car to you, it's white, it has four doors, it has the nicest leather upholstered. If I, if I start describing a white car like that, everybody under the sound of my voice is going to see an image of some type of white car. If I start describing a white car to you, everybody under the sound of my voice you're going to begin to see an image of some type of white car. That's normal. That's normal. That's normal for everybody to see, everybody, except the man in tonight's foundational text. He didn't see what his mind was telling him it was. He didn't see what his mind was telling telling him it was. In his mind, he knew that what he was looking at were people. But he, but in his eyes, his eyes kept showing him trees. So he knew something was wrong because people are not supposed to look like trees. Therefore, I think it's safe to say the man in tonight's foundational text was experiencing a disconnect between his mind, between what his mind was thinking and what his eyes were actually seeing. The man in tonight's foundational text was experiencing a disconnect between what his mind was thinking and what his eyes was actually seeing. In his case, his mind was perfectly fine. There was nothing wrong with his thinking. His mind was perfectly fine. His mind was normal. If only his eyes could see what his mind was saying. I love this part. So Jesus kept touching him because his mind was saying, those are people. But his eyes kept showing him an image of them looking like trees. So Jesus kept touching him. A word for somebody. Unlike the man in tonight's foundational text, Unlike the man in tonight's foundational text, a lot of the wrong things you're seeing is because they first appeared as wrong images in your mind. So before you can see right, your mind needs to be delivered. So before you can see right, your mind needs to be right. Your mind needs to be delivered. You need healing for your mind. Somebody, you need healing for your mind. Healing for your mind. Tonight's message. Many of you right now need to cast down your own imagination. Bring into captivity every thought you've been thinking. You know what you've been thinking. Bring into captivity every thought you've been thinking to the obedience of Christ. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God 
and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Second Corinthians 10 and 5 from the King James Version. Because believe it or not, it's your own thoughts that, you, that you've been thinking. It's your own thoughts that you've been thinking that has you seeing the things the way that you're seeing them. It's your own thoughts, not nobody else. It's your own thoughts, the way that you've been thinking, that as you're seeing things, the way that you're seeing them. People close to you have tried and tried and tried to get through to you, but can't nobody tell you nothing. Can't nobody tell you nothing. Somebody understand my voice? You're hard-headed. You're stubborn because you believe in what you're seeing. You're hard-headed, you're stubborn, because you believe in what you're seeing. But what you're seeing is wrong. That's the problem. But what you're seeing is wrong. It's wrong. But love is wrong. In addition to everything else, does that make you crazy? Does that make you crazy? In addition to everything else that's going on with you, does that make you crazy? Of course not. You are not crazy, hear me. You are not crazy. Of course not. Was the children of Israel crazy for thinking of themselves as grasshoppers? Crazy for seeing themselves as grasshoppers. In Scripture, they said, we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. Numbers 13 Verse 33, it's Numbers 13, verse 33, AMPC. They thought themselves to be no better or bigger than grasshoppers. And because that was that was the way that they were thinking, guess what? That was the way they end up seeing themselves. It's all connected to the way you're thinking. However you're thinking, that's how you're going to end up seeing yourself. And that's how you're going to end up seeing other things, too, according to however you're thinking. Not only did they think of themselves as grasshoppers and see themselves as grasshoppers, they were totally convinced. That's how other people saw them too. A perspective 40 years of their lives. And it was a a perspective that would cost them 40 years of their lives. Trapped in the wilderness. It was a it was a thirteen day trip. At least it was supposed to be a thirteen day trip that ended up costing the children of Israel forty years, all because their thinking was off, causing their eyesight to be thrown off as well. Because their thinking was off, it caused their eyesight to be off as well. Beloved, how long have you been thinking like that? Answer the question in private. How long have you been thinking like that? And what has your perspective cost you? Because you really believe you're right. You really do. But, beloved, you're wrong. What has your perspective cost you? Some of you, you've lost relationships. You've lost opportunities. Others of you, you've lost a chance to be great. Not because people won't let you be great, but because of the way you think, you perceive things to be, you're standing in your own way. Some of you, because of the way that you think, the way that you perceive things, it's not other people that's stopping you from being great, stopping you 
from from taking your shot at being great. It's you. You're standing in your own way. Again, think with me. What if the man in tonight's foundational text had kept telling Jesus they look like trees? What if he had just kept saying it to Jesus, telling Jesus they look like trees? They look like trees. But they look like trees because that's all he could see. What if he kept saying it to Jesus and just wouldn't let it go that they look like trees? Do you know how difficult his deliverance would have been? Do you know how difficult his deliverance would have been? Beloved, you have to let go of what you believe to be true. Beloved, you have to let go. Make a decision tonight to let go of what you believe to be true. Embrace a new perspective in order to get healed, in order to get delivered. Father God, heal eyes, heal minds. Deliver minds, change perspectives, give everybody under the sound of my voice a new mindset. Renew the mind. Renew them. Restore him or her. Make their deliverance easy. Help them to understand what you're saying about changing the way they think. Change their thinking. Help them to change. Change their thinking little by little. Give them the tolerance to cooperate, to obey your process. Father God, thank you for your revelation that's flowing tonight. Thank you for being present and doing what you do. In Jesus' name, amen. And that concludes tonight's message. I pray that you were blessed. Remember, there will be no prolific fire on Monday night. Although I know Monday night is our regular regular night together, 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 there will be no prolific fire on Monday night. If you need to go back and listen to this word on Monday night, it will be available. So do that if you need to, but there will be no prolific fire on Monday night. If you feel led to sow into this word because you were blessed, you can access the PayPal by going to paypal.me slash prolificfire. That's paypal.me slash prolificfire. Or use the ministry's cash app. It's the ministry's name, Prolific Fire, with the, with the dollar symbol in front. The P is capital. The F is capital. Written all together, Prolific Fire. Also, you can go to the website and donate. Send in your prayer request through the website. If you have a prayer request, send it through the website, prolificfire.com, prolificfire.com. Send in your prayer request. If you have something that you need me to come into agreement with you over, send in your prayer request through prolificfire.com. Also, donate through prolificfire.com. If you don't want to use Cash App or PayPal, you can use your credit card on the website. Also, can sponsor a child on the website. There's a lot on the website, and there's more coming. So check it out at prolificfire.com. Once again, no prolific fire Monday night. I don't want nobody contacting me saying you were looking for me. I'm telling you now, no prolific fire on Monday night. Thank you, everybody, for 
taking the time to join me on a Saturday. Let me know if you enjoy the word on Saturday for a chance. To God be the glory. I'm out.